Hello, and happy third Sunday of Advent. I want to start out our time together by reading a poem by Steve Garnis Holmes. The poem is really a prayer, and I think it's a prayer you may be able to relate to this busy time of year. I know I can. The poem is called Prepare, and it starts with a verse from Matthew 3, verse 3. Prepare the way of the Holy One. Make God's paths straight. Is there room for the child in the inn? How do I prepare a way for God through my cluttered life? How do I clear a straight path through my schedule? Some things have to be moved or tossed, a vacancy created. How my nature abhors this vacuum. Shall I plead I can't squeeze God in? Or take courage and prepare a way? God, help me to open a way for you to enter my heart, my time, my desires. Even when I want so many other things, give me grace to want you. Prepare your way in me. Make room. Today we're going to take some time with a scripture from the prophet Zephaniah. But first let me ask you this question. Do you ever fear being judged by others? Maybe your colleagues, a teacher or professor, a family member, your peers, or even the folks sitting next to you at church on Sunday. I don't know about you, but I sometimes anticipate other people's judgments of me, and I can find myself operating in that fear of judgment mode. What's so terrible about that is that, am I strategizing to avoid other people's judgment? I can find myself calibrating my behavior to preempt the judgment I fear they will have toward me, which is not good because then I'm not free to be myself. I give them power over me. They actually become something of an idol in my life because what they think of me becomes more important than what God thinks of me. What about judging yourself? Are you someone with a strong inner critic? I know I am. Do you reprimand yourself harshly when you make a mistake? Is it hard to let that mistake go? Is shame a companion who lives with you day in and day out, who won't give you a break. Finally, I wonder if you ever fear or feel judged by God. Do you ever think things like this? God doesn't like me because he wouldn't approve of how I live. God is mad at me because of a choice I once made. Or maybe God doesn't care much for me because I don't do a good job following him. Where do you fear being judged? The letter of 1 John tells us there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Today's scripture reading, which is drawn from the lectionary, has some good news for us. As I read, listen to what it says about judgment. A 
according to the scripture, what is true about judgment? How are we invited to respond to what's true about judgment? Zephaniah 3, verses 14 through 20. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion, let not your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. Advent is about God taking away his judgment against us. God comes to us in vulnerable human form to show us who he is and what he is like. And this is what he is like, perfect love. And when we allow ourselves to receive that love, it remakes us, it transforms us, it dissolves our fear. Because punishment simply is no longer part of the equation. We no longer project onto God the picture of one who is out to scold us. But we see him as he is. One who quiets our fears with his love. Comes to us with hope in our sorrow. One who sings over us with tender delight. You see, judgment lost its power when that perfect love allowed himself to be nailed to a cross. When that perfect love met the very darkest of human violence and sin with the triumphant forgiveness that redeems. Jesus absorbs our judgment. Which isn't to say we will never be judged by others or even by ourselves. But it does mean that when we come to him for refuge, and we can always come to him for refuge. There is no judgment. No judgment from the one who alone holds the ultimate power to judge. 
Our all-loving God wants his children to be free to sing, to dance, to celebrate, to become contagious with joy, instead of being pinned down with fear, barred in with shame, the shame of sin. As I read the passage a second time, I invite you to consider the particular judgment that you fear, whether it's another person's judgment against you, or your own damaging self-judgment, or the gnawing dread of God's judgment. And in the silence that follows, I invite you to offer whatever fear of judgment has come to your mind during this reflection to God. As you do that, can you step into a new story? Can you step into the new story that God is writing with your life? A story that ends not in judgment, but in rejoicing. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, let not your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. Would you pray with me? Loving Father, we have not always trusted your love. Instead, we have for too long lived in fear. And in many ways, we have allowed ourselves to be formed by our fears. But we would rather be formed by your love. Help us to see in the infant Christ the one who absorbs our judgment, the one who cancels the voices of our condemnation. We happily prepare our hearts for him. With your help, we are making room. Amen.